0: So much- You're
1: listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on.
0: Hello and welcome to You Beauty, Mamma Mia's daily podcast for your face. I'm Kelly McCarran.
1: I'm Lee Campbell. It's Monday, another manic Monday.
0: How was your weekend, Kel? Oh my God. Well, I completely forgot to tell you something last week Ooh. a massive beauty fail of mine. Please tell. So I'm not sure if I mentioned it, but I was like, yeah, I'm thinking about trying to, like, at-home balayage my roots to (laughs) the rest of my hair, and I had approval from my hairdresser. Oh, good. So she was like, go for it, just chuck a rinse in. It might, like, soften the contrast a little bit. What could go wrong? And I did it. Oh, my word. My hair, like, I know that I probably use this description too much, but it literally looked like bin juice. (laughs) Like, it looked like I'd... (laughs) stuck my head in some really old rancid bin juice because it was like this horrible dirty color Oh no. with like orange hues. And oh my God, I've just been absolutely smashing clarifying shampoos, getting the damn thing out. So just another note to blondes. We're all in this together. 95% of us who dye our hair, not the natural blondes. Are just looking terrible, okay? Until we can visit our hairdressers. So let's.
1: So, is the clarifying shampoo helping?
0: I need to know. It is. Oh my God. Yeah, don't worry. It's absolutely working. I mean, my hair's probably about to fall out because I've been <laughs> clarifying it so much, but it's definitely helping. Maybe it's just like had a bit of a swim in bean juice, whereas before <laughs> it looked like it had been soaking in bean juice. So, we're slowly but surely. Getting just normal feral regrowth back. Well
1: look, there you go. That just proves that beauty experts like you and I are still just normal people. We make mistakes, we learn along the the way.
0: (laughs) Exactly. How was your weekend?
1: Oh good. Just you know, exploring more streets with my child and trying to keep him occupied, looking at trains. Well, he does
0: love the trains. (laughs) He loves the train. Anyway, I'm bored of parenting. Let's talk about beauty. What are we doing today? So on today's show, as always on Mondays, we're going to answer two of our lovely listeners' questions. And later on in the show we do have a question about edible beauty and how to pick the right collagen powder but first we have a question from Kylie. Hi Lee and Kelly there have been a few questions lately around makeup endurance under masks just wondering about the best primers and setting sprays for keeping makeup in place for longer particularly when we're likely to be wearing masks for a while yet thank you and really enjoying listening to all your tips advice and recommendations Kylie. Oh, that's nice. Ah, yeah, look, good old masks seems like they're here to stay in some capacity anyway, don't they? Do you know what, though? If it means that we get some restrictions eased, mask me up, baby. Oh, my God, I'll wear a balaclava. I don't care. (laughs) Literally, I'll wear a hazmat suit for all I care.
1: (laughs) But then I feel so sorry for our little makeup tools because we're really asking them to do the impossible. You know, it's so hard to get a base to stay when you've got a fabric physically rubbing on the area. I think that, you know, we're probably expecting too much of our makeup there my personal approach and look I'm not seeing many people when I do go out it's maybe to the post office or to Coles and I appreciate that some people need to wear them to work like doctors and nurses so they may want to wear more makeup but my personal approach is a lot less base. So what I've been doing if I want to look half decent is actually just spot concealing with a long wear concealer because it's going to have more staying power and just really blending that and leaving the rest of my skin bare and perhaps doing some bronzer only because I've just, by looking at my mask, I can see even my long wear formulas of foundation are just getting all over it. It's pretty much unavoidable. So Try spot concealing where you can with a high coverage concealer so it's going to hide any pimples, pigmentation, dark spots, whatever that may be. And you'd probably use more concealer than you would generally when you're also using foundation. But it's kind of a pretty nifty trick if you don't want to do a full face of foundation if it's just coming off on your mask. If you're determined to wear foundation, you're going to have to go for a long wear formula and it's essentially going to be a matte look because you just can't retain dewy with a mask. My favourite long wear formulas are from Revlon and Estee Lauder. So have a look at those. That's a Spendina Savie. You say primer and setting spray. Look, primer's not going to do that much. It will help your makeup stay if you're not physically having something to rub your face. But a primer underneath a foundation can't do a huge amount if you've got fabric touching your face. A couple of setting sprays are worth trying. Urban Decay All Nighter really does make makeup stick. I wore that on my wedding day and I couldn't get my face off. <laughs> and the Mecca Max Life Proof Setting Spray are both really great. And then I would just look into the kind of mask
0: you're using. Some of the silk face masks are a little bit more forgiving. I was about to say that they rub way less like yes and the transfer is way less like I noticed once I've taken them both off so and I've got some various types of fabric ones that I'm kind of still
1: trial and erroring and I can tell that some are much more kind of suffocating I guess for my breathing and also for my um, makeup and some of them if the ears are too tight so it's just also playing around with the different masks but I do think masks are here to stay for a little while so I'd love for the UBs if they've got any insider tips and tricks for making their base stay longer oh also setting powder you could always set the bottom half of your face I still like a dewy look on my cheekbone but I'm just not putting much down on the lower part of my face just because I feel like it's a bit wasted
0: yeah I just don't even bother half the time I'm like why would I it's just going to end up all over over the mask, and no one's going to see it anyway. Exactly.
1: I'm all about mascara and some highlighter on my cheekbones, and I'm pretending that's it.
0: <laughs> Our next question is from Nicole. Strength and love to the you Beauty team. Thanks for putting a little glow in every day, even in the dark ones, you rock. So I'm just wondering whether I need to add edible beauty to my skincare routine. I've taken hair, skin, nail supplements on and off over the years, mainly B vitamins and zinc, and I've also tried visicle, but it seems collagen supplements slash powders are here to stay. But do I choose marine or bovine? Which brand is best? Are they worth the money? Can I overdose on them? Thank you so much, Nicole. Oh my goodness. I'm so glad that she's asked this question. It has been a heated debate recently in so the Beauty us. Facebook group. <laughs> and I'm glad that Lee is here to school us all.
1: It is such an um, interesting and a big topic. So we're not going to be able to cover everything today, but it is a really timely question because there's so much going on around collagen. And then our lovely friend, Dr. Carl made a TikTok that said ingestible collagen is pointless. And lots of people said, Eek, I spend lots of money on that. So I did want to talk about
0: it. I have To admit, I did save that down and I was like, Oh, no. I mean, to be fair, I'm really bad, I don't really take ingestible collagen, but I was like, Oh no, this isn't good, Dr. Carl. <laughs> but then I have heard a lot of debunking of this, yeah. so please.
1: I've got to say, I absolutely love Dr. Carl. I worked with him a lot back in my Huffington Post days. I think he's fantastic. What he missed in the video is the latest studies. And the latest studies are brand, brand new. And they're emerging and they're exciting, but they're not conclusive. So I can see why he hasn't included that. For a really long time, I've been very skeptical about ingestible collagen I tried a lot of brands, I didn't think anything really worked and I haven't really talked about it or recommended any, but recently, and I must admit, I'm working with this brand now in a paid partnership capacity, so I do want to explain that, but I started taking a brand for four months and then at probably the six-week mark, I really noticed my nails getting longer and stronger and my hair getting thicker, not too much around my skin, but definitely the dead protein, so the nails and the hair. And then um, with longer use, I definitely felt like my skin had an overall radiance. I've been taking Vita Glow, and that's the brand that I'm referring to. But I'm going to recommend a bunch of brands later. That by no means is the only good one. Unfortunately, there's a lot of crappy ones out there that just aren't great. And and it's a really expensive mistake to make if you buy a brand and you take it religiously and you spend a lot of money and it doesn't work. I totally get that. And like Nicole said, she's kind of dabbled before. It's not something you're going to take on and off. You have to take it religiously Mm. either daily or twice a day. I'm twice a day because I'm an old lady.
0: (laughs) But you don't look like one.
1: Well, it's the collagen. (laughs) But it is one of the things you really need to commit to for you to see results. So like I said, the studies are all pretty new and emerging. And oftentimes with stuff like this, it's the brand's own commissioned studies that have the findings, just because the government's not really going to be like, oh, I think we should spend a couple of million researching ingestible collagen. You know, they've got other things to do. Like COVID vaccines. Exactly. Much (laughs) more important things right now. So the brands fund these studies and then people often think, oh, but they're You know, the brand just said that. But they can't make stuff up. They have to be proper clinical trials with proper findings. And what's coming out of these latest studies is that ingesting collagen can help with elasticity, hydration, plumping of fine lines and wrinkles, definitely with skin and nail health and strength. So that's really exciting. What I would recommend is to choose one and then be your own little case study. Set yourself six weeks, put some notes in your phone. I did that. I started a phone, like a the date I started, the dose, all of that sort of stuff, and then noted what I found, the benefits. And then after six weeks, if you don't think it's working, stop paying for it, stop doing it. Because like I said, it's an expensive habit if you don't think it works. Marine or bovine? Really great question. So marine is from fish, bovine is from cattle, but also pigs and chickens. Both have really great benefits slightly different benefits it's totally up to you i'd recommend you doing some of your own research bovine is essentially like you hear a lot about the goodness of bone broth so it's generally good for also joints and ligaments and things like that marine tends to be considered more of the beauty one in inverted commas but both good both different totally up to you brands i would recommend vita glow is the one that i take and i think is fantastic Silk Beauty, C-L-I-K, is also really good, really high-quality marine collagen in there. Habitual Beauty is another one that's got really great results. JS Health, I haven't taken personally, but I've heard really great things. And Bybeth. Bybeth is a bovine version. The others are all marine, I believe. So I just reckon you give it a go, give yourself six weeks, pop some notes in your phone, and then if it doesn't work, you're not wasting the money, but you have to commit. You can't just do it twice a week like I do
0: with my LED light and expect I was miracles. about to say... It's kind of like whenever people say do LED lights work, that's the same sort of thing where it's like, well, yeah, if you use it every day, it's like a gym membership. Not that most of us in Australia can use our gym memberships, but like you can't just use it or take it once every blue moon and be like, oh, it's not working. It needs consistency.
1: My biggest regret with my LED mask is it's expensive and I just look at it and feel guilty. (laughs) So if you're just going to look at the protein in your kitchen and not take it, don't bother. One more thing. You do say, can you overdose? Technically, no. I mean, the more mature your skin is, the more you want to take. It's just a waste. You're just going to wear out the rest and it's just a waste of money and product. But if you are taking any specific medications or have any medical concerns, definitely run this past your doctor. We're not doctors, believe it or not. (laughs) So we don't want you to run to Chemist Warehouse and grab it without checking with your doctor first.
0: I have watched an awful lot of Grey's Anatomy in my time (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I do like to throw some medical jargon in my lingo just to surprise people, but definitely not a medical professional.
1: I've been watching Outlander lately. I know I'm very late, but she's basically a nurse in the 1700s. And I'm like, oh my
0: goodness, the stuff that you could do with herbs back then. Who knew? God, I need to get into that show, actually. Oh, the guy's so hot. You say that you're behind. I'm like years behind. I've still never watched Game of Thrones. Well, I did, but it was really boring, so... (laughs) Oh my goodness, I love it. Well, on that note, I think we're done for Monday. We are done and we really appreciate you sending through your questions. Please keep them coming to youbeauty at mamamia.com.au or call the pod phone on 028999386. You can always post in our YouBeauty Facebook groups for some great advice from our wonderful Youbees. And speaking of great advice,
1: tomorrow Shazzy will be asking an expert about co-washing. She'll be joined by Maeva Heim, the founder of Bread Beauty Supply. So make sure you take a listen because that hair product, that oil is the best smelling product I've ever smelt.
0: Oh my God, that's the one that you've yep. talked about before. Yep. smells ah, like Hubba that'll be a good episode. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for listening to You Beauty. It was produced, as always, by the wonderful Gia Moylan. Have a wonderful week. Bye.